0: You are Locked On Cavaliers, your daily podcast on the Cleveland Cavaliers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Podcast Network. Today, we're going to run through the introduction presser from our report, Kobe Altman, that took place on Wednesday in Independence, Ohio, at the Cleveland Clinic Court, which, if you don't know, is the Cavs' practice facility. This presser didn't reveal very much information. You will see headlines about this. You will see the Cavs, I-, I think, were pushing through you will see um, some different things kind of going through this and and pushing through what they're trying to say but if you if you look at what they said and what they were trying to do th- there was a clear goal with this presser and that was to kind of dispel some of the narrative. For lack of a better word, even though I hate that word in a lot of ways, um, that what was going on and kind of talking about what was happening, what was going on with the team wasn't as bad as it was made out to be in the media. That, you know, they there's stuff that that they did that was really good that didn't get as much praise, that didn't get as much attention as some of the stuff they would have met. So they didn't like outright deny that things got a little bit crazy, but they also weren't really offering up things concrete that were there. Um, the Presser started with Dan Gilbert, team owner who named a bunch of other new people who are going to be on Altman's staff. He said these are people that have been in the organization that we trust that have been involved. I'm um, kind to show you that yes, like there is some continuity here that that was the point of that at the beginning. It's like, look, yes, Altman's new, yes, like we have another g m um, but we have these guys, Mike Gansey uh, being one of them, the g m of the Kenton charge, who has a very good rep amongst everyone I've ever talked to in the G league. And Brandon Weems will be the director of scouting, and he's a friend of LeBron James. is also a a long time NBA guy. Um, so you have those guys, a new cap, new cap expert, and and other people that you're going to see around and hear about that are part of the structure that we're around. So they did promote internally in this. They didn't end up hiring anybody outside. And my guess would be, for now, that is the front office. Like the guys you hear, you go back and watch the press or you go read the story, and for the sword. You go read any story about yesterday's press, or the guys that are mentioned are the guys that are going to be leading this team and leading the franchise moving forward, uh, with Allman being at the head of it. Gilbert also kind of shot down stuff about length of GM issues. He said there was really one thing for him that was problematic and was just it, it's four years was like the presidential term equation of a GM it's not like he's like a, I didn't think about it as terms of contracts that's one way to frame it I mean and that's like an example for me of how they really approached this presser it was let's just spin like this is this is spin Um and let's not talk about things we don't want to talk about let's let's talk about our narrative our structure and all that stuff of course they were asked a lot about Kyrie Irving that was I would say the first thirty minutes of the presser, in one way or the other, were revolved around Kyrie and Kyrie's trade demand. They were asked point blank several times about it in different ways about if he actually did it, um, if he, you know, if they plan to trade him, like if the relation with LeBron could be repaired. Um, the, the the best answer they sort of gave, which was which it, it's a it's sort of a non-answer. Um, th- there's no getting around the fact that this was sort of a non-answer. They called it fluid. Dan Gilbert and Kobe Altman both use this word fluid to describe the Kyrie situation. I'm gonna read you Gilbert's quote, but this is interesting wording. So Gilbert says these things are fluid. We think Kyrie Irving is one of the best guards in the NBA. He was part of a championship three years straight to the finals, and we value his talent significantly. Altman. It's a it's a fluid situation. Notice that word again. And something that we are just not going to address right now. So they talk about it. They say, yes, Kyrie's great. It's fluid. It is not something um, they're really going to say right now. And then Gilbert had this other quote that I, I think people, people tweeted yesterday. A lot of people that are good media members that do a good job that were like, Dan Gilbert says Kyrie Irving is going to be a training camp. That, that's a really ignorant way of reading what Dan Gilbert said. So Gilbert says, right now, Kyrie Irving is under contract with the Cleveland Cavaliers for two or three more years. As of now, he's one of our two or three best players. Sure, I expect him to be in, tra- in camp. That's just saying he's under contract. That-, that doesn't say we're not trading him. If you say yes, if you take that as definitive reasoning that Irving is going to be in- on the team come training camp, which, like, again, it's possible. I'm not saying it's not possible that's a really abundant term. The, the, the point of this presser was to not commit really one way or the other. They did not want to publicly discuss the situation. They didn't close the door on Irving returning and a reconciliation happening between the two sides. They didn't make a public commitment to Kyrie either. They didn't say, we're not trading him. We're not. They didn't say, we're going to make this work. So, this was what you know before yesterday is really what you know now. Like, the best description they gave about Kyrie was was this fluidity comment that the, the situation evolves and changes and is going to adjust over time. Um, I, I particularly don't think we learned much from this presser. I think Altman, in terms of just the optics, which I hate talking about in a, in a lot of ways, but he actually he came off smart and he, he talked well. Um, Gilbert had a couple interesting moments, but I thought Altman you know, spoke very very well in this. Um, was very poised, reminded me sort of of Sashi Brown a little bit, who runs the Browns. Uh, definitely a different type of talker than David Griffin. This this presser really was just about everything's fine guys. Nothing you've heard about us and us being dysfunctional is true. Like that they were trying to put a box that has already been open. They're trying to stuff all the issues back in together, push everything back into the box and just kind of make sure that those issues um were not there. Mm-hmm Eligible trade-in and finance agreement required. If you cancel service, you may lose promo credits. Contact us for details. Video at 480p. Small fraction of users over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speed. See store for details. That's really what this presser was. Um, There's two other things here that I think are worth kind of talking about. Uh, Number one, Dan Gilbert said LeBron James hasn't been helpful this summer. Altman called him the team's magnet. Um, He said LeBron has never been more involved and more helpful in summer, which is very interesting because it's kind of – Again, opposite opposite to what has been reported by the media, uh, by Brian Windhorst, by guys like Joe Vardin. Um there's, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of stuff in this presser that, if you just go back and read the transcripts, or go back and listen to it, that contradicts sort of what we know from the, from reporting. Um, I tend to believe the reporting. You know, I think that the, the journalists have less incentive to to lie, um, and and I think there is a lot of this. The Cavs are trying to kind of make sure things don't look bad for them. Frankly, um, Gilbert also had this. Th- Quote about LeBron, where he said, um, "We do not hold all, we do not hold all the cards on on his future." And I was like, "Yeah, you know, it's not necessarily up to us. It's not necessarily something that's there." Um, that's interesting. Um, it's an admission that it's not up to them. It's an admission that it's on LeBron, and you know, they will probably do everything they can to keep him, and they they want to keep him, and they want to keep him here for a long time. They talked a lot about LeBron's commitment to the city, but and to the franchise. But we'll see. That's a year from now. We'll see how the summer affects that. Um, and and they were talking about the the stuff they did that the deserves praise. The, the examples were Jeff Green, and Derrick Rose, and and Jose Calderon, and like that's you know that's not a great return on a summer. That's not something. Those are Moves that don't really help your title chances, um, if we're being blunt about it. So, that was yesterday's presser. It's not a lot. I mean, it was 36 minutes or so. Um, I my audio recording of it. was going to put in audio, but there's not really a need to. I mean, what you're getting out of this is they, they talk about Osmond as well and in terms of a win, but um, Albin was like, we had an active offseason that I wish some of you, that coded language, would talk more about in terms of what we've done. We've done the most since I've been here. So, I mean, this is pushback, trying to frame the message, trying to look more competent than they are, and to not talk about Kyrie. Um, Alman, I mean, just I'm going to read you just these Almond quotes because they're very telling. Alman, it's unfortunate, sort of, the narrative that's going on right now in terms of where we're at. This, is, this thing is not broken. We're a very successful organization, and we're going to continue to drive at success. Gilbert, I was walking to this building here today, and the narrative, I guess, is that our front office is in disarray. Griffin and I both sort of decided it didn't feel right moving forward. And by the way, another thing that I make sure I point out here, I put out there, it had nothing to do with money. It had nothing to do with specific trades or players or anything like that. It's just philosophically and culturally, and we had different views on how we were going to go forward. But the team we have here, guys I introduced, and Kobe, you go by the feeling sometimes, and you know, and you go by knowledge and all that. I do feel as strongly as ever here about our team. I think these guys have killed it in the last four or five weeks, and I think they will continue to kill it. Last thing I'll read from Gilbert: I'm as proud as I've ever been to name somebody general manager. This is our fourth general manager in our ownership stint, and I never felt good, and I have never felt as good as I do. And I think a lot of people share that sentiment. That's what this presser was. It is pump this up, f- change the narrative a little bit, and try to get things back looking competent. I think I, I think that was the whole goal of this presser was to get all men out there for the first time, which was needed to not talk about Kyrie to not bury him, and to just kind of get out in front and not and not directly um, answer some stuff, which is fine. Like, I get it. Like, there's no incentive for them to openly talk with myself and, and you know, the local press and all the national people there about Kyrie specifically. Like, there's no reason for them to get into that. I get it. But this presser was, let's shape the narrative. Let's push back against things that are functionally true about us, Right? And try to change the narrative a little bit and just sell Altman and sell the stability we have right now. That's what this was. It's fine. Like you, I get it. It's interesting. Um, I, I didn't. I, I didn't really expect to learn anything, but it's where we are. But that's that's it. Um, that's the whole presser. I actually thought it was going to end. Up, this is going to be like a longer podcast. To be honest with you, I thought we'd get something. Um, some tip of the hand. You know, had Gilbert also mentioned that just kind of just threw it in there that the, he, the Pacers could have gotten more from the Cavs for Paul George. I mean, we sort of knew that already, but didn't learn a lot from this. This was really a lot of pushback, a lot of trying to push back against the narrative and what people are saying about the Cavs. But. Uh, that's it for today's Locked on Cavs. We'll be back tomorrow. Scott Davis from Business Insider will be talking with me about Derrick Rose, and we'll have that and we'll be back on Monday with a mailbag. So get those questions in to LockedOnCavs at gmail.com, to LockedOnCavs on Twitter, and I'll put up a post over on our backslash Cavs for a mailbag post. But have a great have a great Thursday. Um, you can watch the presser, read about it at free and have a good rest of your day, guys. Enjoy. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10:31:17.